0: All right, everybody, it is your buddy Gavin, Filibuster Freestyle, true Filibuster Freestyle right now. You're thinking to yourself, this thing's coming out on a Saturday, and by this thing I mean this podcast. Usually, FilibusterFreestyle.com is presenting a last 10 minutes of a great game podcast about some recent football, soccer, football game around the world. We just didn't get a lot of scores in the last 48 hours in which the deciding goal was scored after the 80th minute. We were really close yesterday with a Union Berlin. 78th minute goal to beat Borussia Dortmund. A huge game for Union Berlin. But anyway, I'm watching Liverpool pound Crystal Palace 5-0 right now. 70th minute. So we're doing Star Wars. Huge shift. I'm going to leave the soccer on in the background just because I've gotten used to it a little bit when I do these solo pods. But anyway... Last night was the end of The Mandalorian, and so, not the end forever, but the end of Season 2, Chapter 16. It was amazing. If you haven't watched it yet, stop listening right now. I'm hitting the theme song. Filibusterfreestyle.com presents a true, old-school, single-person filibuster from Mr. Filibuster himself, right after the theme song. Filibuster, Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster. Watch freestyle. out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. Filibuster mm-hmm. freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Mm-hmm. Filibuster freestyle. Mm-hmm. Alright, so like I said, Mandalorian chapter sixteen ends. People are getting credit, John Favreau, especially. He and the the show's Co creator, the other kind of like main guy, I believe his last name is Folino. Totally screwed that one up. Anyway, let's give our, our tip of the cap to one more guy. Our own Jeremy Johnson of Man Cooked Good, filibuster freestyle pundit, and member of the crew that produces The Mandalorian, both season two, which is finished, and we know from JJ that they, they're already working on season three. Now, chapter 16, eighth and final episode of season two. In two words, It was superb. Was superb. I'll go with there. Okay. Getting, again, spoiler alerts, starting right now. Getting to see deep fake CGI Mark Hamill face Luke Skywalker again. Amazing. Especially because it was the end of the episode. Getting to see Luke Skywalker return to the screen in his his post-Return of the Jedi Prime and just absolutely run roughshod through the dark troopers using the force, using the green lightsaber, hooded, you know, hooded the entire time because obviously Mark Hamill limited in his ability to fight the way that, you know, somebody could pretending to be Mark Hamill from 40 years ago and then showing us the CGI Mark Hamill face. No idea if Mark Hamill gets credit for that or not or if they use his voice or not or whatever, but, you know, When Carrie Fisher passed away, obviously they were able to use CGI Princess Leia both in real time and old school, like 40 years ago, CGI Princess Leia. We've seen it with others. So now we've seen it with Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker. And obviously Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda, is going with Luke Skywalker to go get trained. So things couldn't get more interesting for all of us. To see Luke Skywalker again green lightsaber using the Force in his prime in a moment that is post the return of the Jedi in a chronological sense, that alone made it a great episode. And it was a great episode for many other reasons. Number one, if you watch the credits and you went all the way through, you learned that Boba Fett went back to Jabba the Hutt's palace, killed everybody, and Boba Fett not only is going to run Jabba's palace, but coming next year in December 2021, the Book of Boba, the spinoff series for Boba Fett, is going to be christened and launched, maybe even live from Jabba's, uh, Jabba's Palace. So that's going to be phenomenal. And it got me thinking. Got to see Luke CGI Mark Hamill in his prime last night's show. Got to see Boba Fett again. They resurrected Boba Fett from the Silac pit. He's going to get his own show. Fantastic. Got me thinking a couple things. Number one, Rogue One, the movie that came out, which was kind of like a bridge between what would be episode three chronologically, so the third of the prequels, and then episode four, A New Hope, which was the first ever Star Wars movie. Rogue One was kind of the story of how the Rebel Alliance stole the files they needed to eventually blow up the Death Star. And in that one, we got to see Darth Vader do a cameo at the end, very similar to what Luke Skywalker did last night. And we got to see Darth Vader in his prime. Which is something that I think we've all been clamoring for from a long for a long time, which was, you know, the prequels, we saw Anakin as a boy, Anakin as a young man, Anakin kind of go heel and turn into Darth Vader. In the you know, original trilogy, we got to see Darth Vader basically in his prime kind of post-prime, you know, eventually dying aboard a Star Cruiser or the Death Star after killing the Emperor Palpatine. And I think we all were clamoring for, can we see Darth Vader in the in-between times? Because that was when he was in his prime. We got a little taste of it. One, I wish Rogue One or somebody would make the era of Rogue One a show so we could see Darth Vader do Darth Vader things with today's technology. That would go bananas. Just because he's, quote, a bad guy, the ultimate bad guy. He's also the ultimate eventual redemption story, so give me some of that Darth Vader. Number two, the ill-fated Han Solo movie. Probably should have been a show. Probably should have been run by the guys who were running The Mandalorian. Other stuff I think I need. I think I need a movie about Yoda in his prime. We got a little bit of him in The Clone Wars. You know, in that like second of the prequels. Got a little bit of that in the third of the prequels. Yoda in his prime, but I think we'd all would watch a Yoda Prime movie, mainly because everybody's obsessed with Grogu, aka Baby Yoda. Give me one second, I gotta pull up a new list, because I got some ideas on other people who maybe should get their own spin-off shows now that we can do these things right. And by the way, what I mean by now that we can do these right is the technology is finally there. If we can do deep fake CGI face Mark Hamill from nineteen eighty-three in twenty twenty, we got a shot. If we can pretend Carrie Fisher is still with us. To finish the trilogies, we got a shot. Um, and again, I would it'd be great if Carrie Fisher was still with us. It'd be great if Mark Hamill never aged and was still the age he was when he filmed <laughs> Return of the Jedi. But you've got this, this incredibly dense and popular franchise that now finally has the technology that I'm sure George Lucas imagined when he first put this thing together back in the day. So we know what we all want a Darth Vader spin-off show. At some point, it would be the dopest dope of all dopes in a good way. Um, I have no interest in a Darth Sidious Palpatine in his existence story, but I wouldn't mind seeing how Emperor Palpatine came up. That could be an interesting show. Told you about a Yoda show. By the way, I can base this on two things. One, do we care about the person? Do they have the X factor that something, that Genesis quad? Do they have the gravitas to pull a show off? And how high is their chlorian count? As we all know, Luke Skywalker, one of the highest chlorian counts. Yoda, the aforementioned Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader, the highest of all time. So are there people we would like to see based on their ability to really do it up and use the force and kick some serious butt in today, with today's current technology to produce a television show? And I'll tell you what. While I don't think Chewbacca quite has the high enough midichlorian count. I do think Chewbacca would be an awesome one to watch if we could uh, have subtitles, of course, because not a lot of us speak Wookie. Um, I do see that the average the average Jedi has about 7,000, sorry, 10,000 midichlorian count, so I would only say people up above that would deserve it, but um, I think Darth Maul and Mace Windu, so Darth Maul, Red face, horns coming out of his head, double-edged lightsaber thing. He kind of got done dirty really quickly in terms of the movies in that Phantom Menace. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of took care of him. We're getting an Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff anyway. Maybe we'll get some more Darth Maul. I don't think he was used correctly or enough. For what they could have done with somebody who was that cool looking And that good at what he did Another one I'd love to see more of But again we would need probably deep fake CGI Samuel L. Jackson But Mace Windu uh, can, I get a, can I get a A Mace Windu show I also think we're getting a uh, We're getting a Lando Calrissian show thousand percent on for that one um, I would love maybe a Princess Leia Between when they gave up When they split the twins up and when she was leading the rebellion later on when you know her days in Alderaan, is that interesting? So many ways we could go. And I know we're gonna get some of this stuff. We're gonna get, um I gotta find her name here. I apologize. I, they don't even have her on here. The the woman now being played by um oh, this is great radio. Holy cow. Total mind blank. I'll come back to that. I'll make i I'll make good on that. Complete meltdown of uh, being able to remember anybody's name um rosario dawson sorry ashoka um, that was a character that was i didn't watch the clone wars cartoon uh, series so i was just introduced to that character which is why i'm struggling but anyway at the end of the day if you take nothing else away mandalorian couldn't have righted more wrongs last night right. and i think that's my point mandalorian could not have righted more wrongs last night tip of the cap to everybody involved and again As amazing as it was to see Boba Fett, as amazing for some as it was to see certain characters come to life, live action for the first time, if you are a fan of Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker, because a lot of people are like, oh, the best one was Empire Strikes Back, because, you know, the good guys didn't win, and Luke was still kind of finding his powers, and, and, you know, that that movie was the best of that trilogy, but if you wanted, if you believe when you were a little kid that the protagonist at the peak of their powers, as the capability to be the most fascinating and do the most good. Post-Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker is a fascinating period to study, especially because eventually we learn things went wrong. So I'm all in for whatever they do. Great work by everybody. Filibusterfreestyle.com. Subscribe, rate, review the podcast, wherever you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. You get it. We're all over the place. Uh, we, and we hope you'll... Help us get even more all over the place by rating, reviewing, sharing the power with others. It helps them find the show. Filibusterfreestyle.com and on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Filibuster Freestyle. Thank you again for listening. May the force be with you. That's probably a copyright infringement.